one day I decided to ask myself, could I break five minutes in the mile? At age 30, could I return to the sport of track and go after my unmet goal of breaking five minutes? Was my body capable of this? Was my mind capable of this? And most importantly, was my spirit capable of pushing through the ups and downs to find the answer? You are listening to Breaking Five, a running podcast, where we search for this answer as well as yours for achieving your Breaking Five moment, whatever that may be for you. We will gain inspiration and knowledge from others who have achieved their Breaking Five moment, those working towards theirs, as well as those who have helped the athletes along the way. I'm your host, Kristen Schultz, physical therapist, runner, and running coach. Let's run full force towards our wildest dreams and take a listen to today's episode. Welcome to Breaking Five, a running podcast. Today's episode is going to be with me, the host, Kristen Schultz. This is going to be recorded to the podcast as well. I am live streaming it right now into the Run Coaches and Clinicians Facebook group. If you are listening to the podcast episode and not in the group um, and want to be in the group, feel free. It should be in the show notes. Um, If it's not in the show notes, just search the Run coaches and clinicians, a Facebook group, or message me on Instagram or Facebook. We'll get you in there. It's a bunch of other coaches, personal trainers, dietitians, physical therapists, and whoever else, you know, coaches, I think I said that too, all in this group. So if you want to come in for some live trainings um, and for the community, we would love to have you in there. All right. So let's start with today's today's episode with the eight different types of workouts to be doing. So we're going to start, we're going to start super easy. And these are honestly a lot of workouts I like to use with my clients. So one of the first workouts I like to do with my clients is going to be 400 repeat. Now, uh, 400 repeats are going to be usually anywhere from six to 12, 400 repeats. Um, and I hope this is helps, especially if you're new to like, how do I think about this? Where do I even know where to start? Um, so where I like to start is if someone is super new to interval work, anything outside of easy runs, I'm usually going to have them start with something like six of these. Um, I was, my brain was just about to go, Hey, you can do time-based too. I don't want to make this complicated. We're just going in distance today. A lot of our, the workouts are going to be distance-based, but also no, we can totally do this in time. We can do this in RP. I'll kind of go through that as we go, but try to not make complicated as my brain is spitting out some information. Um, but I, if you have someone that is new to workouts, I would start around six. That's my go-to starting point. If it's someone that's done workouts before my go-to starting point with them is going to be starting at eight. And then for all of these people, I'm working our way up to 12, right? Um, 12 is about most people we're going to work with about where they might get to. Uh, I should also say, since I haven't, um, these workouts are really specific. I mean, more so for like 5k and 10k um, workouts for someone training for a 5k or 10k certainly use these workouts with people training for half marathons too but once you're training for a half marathon marathon there's a little bit more of your focus is going to be on threshold work of course there is interval work but just keep in mind these workouts that i'm sharing are really kind of a little more specific to 5k 10k and yes there are some workouts like this for half marathon but that's its own little boat and it, workouts might look a little bit different so i would specifically apply these to those distances um of course if you're training someone for their half marathon especially when they're newer to training these are be super effective too. So that was number one. Okay. Not ways to spice up your workouts this week. We are going over ways to keep it really simple and effective. Okay. For you guys, for you guys programming it and any runner listening to this, of course, you can gain a lot from this too. If you 
part of self-programming. Um, if you don't have a coach yet, obviously I highly recommend one, but if you're self-coaching, hey, this is gonna be great for you too. And hopefully you'll pick up some stuff of like why we do what we do as coaches for you. So, um, all right. So number two for keeping it simple and effective. I know in this live, I said easy and effective, we're just gonna say simple and effective. So next one's gonna be 800 repeats. I generally am going to start someone super new to repeats, to interval works, interval work at three repeats. Sometimes if they're like just so new and maybe they came in like pretty out of shape too, like newer to exercise or something, like I might even have it as low as two. Like, let's just get an idea of like, how do I even push my body to that limit? What is a repeat? Wait, what? I'm resting. Like, oh, this is so much I, knowledge I don't know anything about right so a lot of times it's not even as much for like the fitness level that i start people lower it's for all the logistics like oh my gosh do i do this on a track do i do this out you know out and about like how does this even work right and you guys might even be uh, feeling like that if you're new to programming too uh so more than anything that is why i like to start people a little simple too like this is a learning curve for a lot of people so i start them around three and then for someone and honestly three is where i'll start like say me right now, if I go out and do, granted, I was not super smart and did more than this. I went out and did like my first interval workout after coming off this injury. Like I'd probably start myself at three too. I wouldn't even put myself at four. Um, but for someone a little more seasoned, they've been doing 800s, but maybe it's just their first time in the season doing them. I am going to start them around four, four by 800. Now I forgot the rest time in the last workout, but I'll give you the rest time here. So typical go time. So for most interval work, we want the rest time to be about equal. It can be equal or a little bit less. I usually keep it about equal. I tend to keep it at um, equal minute increments. For the most part, 800 meters comes out. I give three minutes rest. Um, now, if someone's you know interval 800 pace is more around four minute pace, sometimes I will give four minutes. But to be on like the easy side, like super easy, anyone that's even running 800s at four minute pace, three minutes would be fine for rest. So if you want to keep it super easy, you're like 800, they get three minute rest. Boom, cool. Going back to the 400 workout I gave you guys, a very easy way to keep it simple and not having to change around. Yes, there's so many ways we can do this. Hey, jog a 400, um, you know, equal rest, um, whatever it might be, but keep it easy because that's the whole point. Simple and effective for this episode. Two minutes. I'm just going to tell you 400, just keep it at two minute rest. I love active rest. I like to go very easy jog for my clients. But if they want to just do a like standing rest, that's fine. But if you ever try to work out, out you're going to push those get older. It feels better to jog in between my preference. Um, and I really, I like that as a coach too. But granted, it can be standing still too. I like the other way though. Okay, so that's two. Let's go into the third workout. You can see this is pretty, pretty easy, right? All right, for the third workout, we are going to do three to five 1Ks. Now we're still doing interval work. This is, you know, we're doing a faster pace work here realizing how long I can make this episode. I'm going to try and not make it like super long, but three to five one case. So again, if you are someone super new to workout, um, I'm going to start them at three. Honestly, again, I guess I'm kind of going against what I say right away. Someone super, super new, like, and beginner and maybe a little out of shape when they first came to you, you might even do two. Um, and then just, you know, even for me, again, I would probably start myself at three and then work my way up to five, one case. Again, this is interval work. This is going be on the RP scale. Um, this is going to be about a seven to eight out of 10. I would tell my clients if you're going off of feel, um, again, if you want to program and actually give them a pace, you can do that too. 
Um, let me know if you have questions. I've gone over this and stuff before, but if you have questions on how to figure that out, feel free to reach out on that as well. But we're going to, well, I'll tell you the RP to keep it easy on this episode. And then recovery, again, recovery is just as important as the, um, just as important as the, the, the workout itself. Um, this is going to be three to four minutes. I will give somewhere between three to four minutes on this. Again, if we want to do this super easy, actually let's go with four minute rest, but anyway, from three to four usually is going to work again, trying to keep it equal or a little bit less to their work time. Okay. Fourth workout, fourth workout I'm going to give you is a fart leg workout. It's going to be an effort-based workout really regardless. It's not going to be a, it can be if you want, but this one I like to do really feel it's a great one to give your clients a way, a break from the watch, a break, not necessarily the watch, but the pacing of like getting stuck in their head and their pace is going to be a fart like workout. What it's going to look like is you're going to go three minutes on. So what does that mean? Three minutes at pace. So tell them like seven to eight out of 10 intensity wise, whatever they've been doing repeats at same pace, um, two minutes jog rest, So nice and easy, as easy as they want. And then it's two minutes on at this seven to eight out of 10 pace, and then one minute off. And then they're going to be one minute on. Let me know if any of this isn't making sense. So one minute at interval, again, that's seven to eight out of 10 pace, and then three minutes off. It's kind of like the nice break at the end after all that, that interval break. That's really like a set. It is a set. Not really like, we don't need to say that, but it's a set and you have that three minutes to rest. Then most typical programming, I'm going to give them this three times. It's just a really great way. Like I said, great way to change up. Like let's say they're jumping on the track all the time. Let's give them something not so mentally taxing on the track for a week. This is a great workout to do and just a way to mix it up. Again, I love to do like RP. So again, they're not just focusing on pace. They get a break from pacing as well. All right, those four. Woo. Okay. The rest of them are going to be combinations of the last one. So hopefully they shouldn't be too long to go through and let me know again if you guys have any questions. So number five is going to be a combination of 800s and 400s. So again, I'm going to give you the minimum range starting with that more beginner runner, new to workouts and, or just like me coming off an injury. Um, you're going to do, it's going to be two to four by 800. So two, if they're new, two by 800s. We're going to go with that same rest we did earlier. So let's just keep it at three minutes for the rest time. Again, jogging rest is best. And then you're going to do four to six times 400. Again, starting more towards that four times if they are newer, um, going up to as much as six if you think they can handle it. That's going to be a harder workout, of course. Again, this is all at interval pace. I gave you that interval pace, seven to eight out of 10 for the RP. Keep it easy. Another way you can check pace is if you use a V.02 app, there is a way you can put in a recent race time and it will spit out all your paces, your easy runs, your marathon pace, your threshold, your interval pace. I love using that app for that reason. Um, um, and then of course, then there is, you know, once you get really good at programming and stuff, you can just know, but that's the easiest way to do it. All right. Number six. So we got that. Hopefully that sunk in. We're doing combinations of what we did up above now. So six one is going to be three times one K um, at interval pace. Um, now, actually, you know what, I, I should tell you two to three times one K again, if we're starting on that easier side, two to three by one K um, with a three to four minute rest break. Again, this is a jog rest. And then the second part of this workout is four by 200 meters. So kind of similar to before we're doing some one K 200 before we did some 800 and 400 switching it up in a day, um, but followed by that four by 200, uh, the 200 meters, um, I would give um, a minute of rest. Okay. 
I'll go through at the end if you're just like, wow, this is overwhelming. And like, how do you figure out, um, how about they don't have a track? How about they don't have a Garmin? I'll give you times for all these workouts, if that makes sense. So instead of 400, you could do this amount of time hard instead of 800, this amount of time. We'll just keep it really simple. Granted, it does vary. I'll do that at the end if that is helpful to hear too. So we got two left, which is exciting. The last one's going to be a little bit different. So stay tuned for that. It's not going to be just a straight workout. Um, so the next one you could do is four by 400 at interval pace, which we've been talking about this whole time. Um, so that is about seven to eight out of 10 difficulty level. And then with that two minute rest break, and then you're going to do another four by 400. But this time we're going to continue, we're going to consider it more at repetition pace, depending on what methodology you follow for training. It's a little harder. They're going to be harder. The last one was a little bit more focused on building up the client's VO2 max. And now this next set is a little bit more on running economy, leg turnover. It's faster, but you can give them more rest. So um, for this one, four by 400 at the more repetition pace, it's going to be about nine to 10 out of 10 RP on the RP scale. Um, honestly, I would still give them two minutes because two minutes is a good amount of rest. Um, anyways, they probably don't need more, but if you need to, this can be like full recovery. If they don't feel fully recovered to go to the next one, you can give them a little bit more recovery. Making sense. Hopefully this is helpful. And just let me know if you will listen to the podcast and have any um, questions. And honestly, if you want to like message me, Hey, this is my favorite workout to do. Like love to hear. Uh, we could totally do another episode that's more about like super creative workouts to do. This one is the simple yet effective though one. All right. So number seven, no, I just did seven. Number eight. Wow. I am on the last one. Okay. So the last one I did decided to switch it up and just share my favorite pre-race workout to give clients. And honestly, it's kind of any client. It's kind of my go-to. Honestly, there's a little bit of changes I'll make. So they, the week of a race, right? Like their main A game race. A lot of times they're just going to have like one workout earlier in the week. Maybe they have some strides and work on some drills, but they're just going to have one main workout. Usually like say like Tuesday, no later than Wednesday, usually um, depending on the races, you know, in the weekend. But my favorite workout, that last workout is to give them some combination of some threshold. So usually what I do is I do two to three by one K at threshold. Um, I give them two minute rest in between. Usually if I'm doing this most of the rest of the year, it's one minute rest in between because this is all about legs, um, turnover, getting them ready for the race, just feeling those paces um, rather than we're not building anything at this pace. We're just maintaining out when we're going into this final race, right? Um, so I am going to give them, I love the two to three times 1K, usually more beginner and even just not high mileage to 1Ks to three if it's like, especially if it's like a half marathon marathon, they need more mileage under their legs. Um, two minute rest, and then I'm going to end it with four by 200 meters. Sometimes if it's like a longer race, also I would do like four by uh, 400s. But again, that's like my favorite. And those four by 200s, four by 400s are going to be complete recovery. Whatever they need to completely recover, we are not concerned about really testing anything, making anything way better. This is just going to be fine tuning at this point. That's my favorite way to go about it. And sometimes I get more creative and add some, some 400s, some 200s more at that interval or rep pace along with the thresholds, but to keep it easy, two to three times 1K, four times 200, just a little bit of leg turnover um, to get them ready. Uh, of course, with all of these, they have a warm up. I program five minute walk warm up before the run warm up, minute walk cool down after the run cool down um, warm up. Um, I prefer to, I mean, the very least amount is 10 minutes, but really preferably 
um, looking at, you know, 15 minutes depends. Some people, I have, you know, so many different ways of programming. So when I program in K's, so it's 2K warm up works perfectly, but a lot of times I'm going to be around that 15 minute depending if I'm giving them mileage or, or time-based warm up, get their legs warm. And then on hard days, I give them drills and strides. Now, again, someone's new to workouts. I don't give them any drills or strides. So we just got to get workouts done. When I say a workout, I mean, interval threshold work, something besides easy runs. Um, so that's where I'm focusing. <laughs> then what I'll do is someone's new, especially like I'll add in drills. Hey, this time we're going to try some drills before this workout. And then as I get that down, I'm like, Hey, let's try some strides. So I get some drills and strides to really get them used to, um, some things I want them to do on race day and just to really feel good with their legs. And again, someone more beginner, someone like, Hey, this is a little more of a casual thing for me, but we don't have to get super serious. Okay. Not that drills and strides are necessarily serious, but just to give you an idea of how I might modify that for each client, um, especially the same client that's like, I got 50 minutes. That's all I got. I got an hour. That's all I got. So that's probably like their walk warm ups a little bit more important than for me, <laughs> like stuff like that. So that's where you can judge that. And then, then cool down. Um, I like to do a minimum of 10 minutes for a cool down. So that is it. I'm trying to think if I didn't tell you guys anything else. Nope. We went over RP. Oh, I did say that I would tell you guys time-based. So just real quick, if you want me to go through all the workouts. So for any 400, if you need some time-based, I would do two minutes instead. Does that make sense? Like, let's say someone just can't measure out a 400. It's too hard. You just want to, even if you want to switch it up, this is just a way to switch workouts. Um, give them two minutes for the workload. Keep all the rest the same, okay? Going to that second workout, I said 800. We can say three minutes is what the hard interval work session will be at. 1K that will make it four minutes. You can see that's super easy. The fourth workout I gave you was already time-based. That was that three on, two off, two on, one off, one on, three off. So we can keep that just as is. And then the rest of the workouts are all combinations of what we just went over through. So, you know, two by 800 is two by three minutes and four by 400 is four by two. Same for like, we got the one case, 200. Um, oh, I guess we didn't do 200 then. So for that um, six workout where I'm giving you three by one K that will be three by four minutes plus four by 200 meters, make it a minute. So it'll be four by one minute. Okay. For the workload. And then that covers everything. Cause you'll know all the rest, the two remaining ones are combinations of everything we talked about. Um, that is what I have for you guys tonight. Um, that is your eight ways to keep your workouts simple yet effective. I hope it helps you out there. Um, as always, let me know if you have any questions. As always, go run your life. I'll be back with some more episodes, both into the group and onto the podcast. Um, some exciting things coming for the new year with the podcast. And let me know if you guys have any questions. As always, too, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast um, and or write a review. Always helps um, share out this episode if you have access to my Instagram and have a post, share it out so more people can see these episodes. Anyone that might enjoy hearing this kind of content, I'm always appreciative of anyone that wants to share it if you feel called to. And I think that's it. I hope you guys are all having a great holiday season and we will catch you on the next episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast and the next episode into the run coaches and clinicians group. All right. Have a great day, night, morning, evening, wherever you are, and we'll talk later. Bye, guys. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. We hope you are running away with some inspiration, tips, and actionable items that you can put towards your Breaking Five moment. Lastly, if you know anyone else with a Breaking Five moment, 
that doesn't have to actually mean literally breaking five, just a breaking five moment in general, in running, in life, or anyone else who has great knowledge and background in helping others reach their breaking five moment, I would love for you to put me in contact with them. We would love to have them on the show. So if you could and let them know, if you know of someone else, tell them to reach out to me at my Instagram, and that is at Kristen underscore run your life. Again, that's at Kristen underscore run your life. And could you do me a favor? And if you enjoyed today's episode and can think of anyone else who could benefit from listening to it, could you go ahead and share this out on your social media or share this directly with them? That would mean the world to me, seriously. And make sure if you have not already, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get our weekly updates as we drop the next episodes. Thank you, everyone. We seriously appreciate you tuning in today. We'll see you next time. And until then, go run your life.